It's time to swing into the golf world of today. It's the Pro Show with Keith Stewart on ESPN 920. Sponsored by TaylorMade. Now here's your host, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Good afternoon, friends and fans. Welcome to the Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Here's a quick highlight reel of what we're going to entertain you with today. Got a powerful interview coming up with Ken Bentley. He's the CEO of the APGA. That's the Advocates Professional Golf Association. It's a really cool story and kind of relevant as we approach Martin Luther King weekend. PGA Tour news and notes from Hawaii. Lots of drama in and around golf. It's like crazy town. I take a week off, but it's good to be back, brother. I like the song choice there, Wade. After all, the pro show, it's kind of like the Tonight Show in many ways. It's 221, baby. Campaign has begun. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Happy 2021, Wade Weezer. To you, sir. Happy New Year. What uh, fascinating thing that you did you do at home in order to celebrate this new year? Because uh, I know neither of us went to Times Square. No, we could have, though, because there's plenty of room. <laughs> there was plenty of places to stand. Uh, I, I think, yes, they had some space indeed. You know, you know, I did that one time. You know what? Yeah. When I was in college, I did that and it it was, it was pretty tremendous. It was one of those things. um, It's an early, it's an early life bucket lister. Okay. Right. You know, where you and I stand now in our station, um, I don't recommend it at all, but um, I did it with a college buddy of mine back in the day. Um, Big shout out then to John Nitchie right there. You know, he's a, he's a dentist up in Westfield now. And, um, and uh, at least that moment in time that, New Year's didn't uh, didn't take him too deep, but my bladder uh, my bladder is not nearly as patient as it used to be. Well, I tell you, I mean that's one of the biggest concerns there is getting to midnight because you got to get in there early to get a spot, and you know you just think about the most crowded, you know, subway car or bar or arena you've ever been in, and then expanded over ten city blocks, right? And, and it's times just, by a million. Yeah, it's like it's it's the worst thing, you know. Like just the thought of that gives uh, Tony Fauci like nightmares, you know, <laughs> just spreading Corona. You Happy know, New Year. Did you see those videos the other day from Alabama um, down in Tuscaloosa, all the kids celebrating in the yes. streets? Yes, I did. You know, so we're counting down 14 days from then just to see where the spike <laughs> is for sure. Right. Apparently. Yeah. The news isn't on their channels, apparently. Yeah. Well, you know, that's not the only countdown that's happening these days because the PGA tour is back and they're out there in paradise. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've I've been up in here in New Jersey in January and I and I turn on Hawaii golf and I look at those guys and I say, boy, wouldn't it be nice to be a PGA Tour winner or tour professional and be out in Hawaii right now with my family and and doing all sorts of fun things and uh, it, they had the Century Tournament of Champions last week and what's interesting about that is that with COVID last year and the PGA Tour taking about a dozen weeks off they they weren't all champions. Right. And, you know, in typical golf fashion, you know, we always shoot ourselves in the foot and the media was sitting there and they're going on and on about, well, they're not all champions and this is a champions only event. And I said, well, you know, come on, you know, and they, they get this wonderful winner in Harris English, a tremendous story. Right. So this guy played at Georgia. He was a total stud in college. He comes out, he wins twice on tour really quick. 
Okay. This is uh, soon after 2010, roughly, to give you a, kind of a gauge on the time. And then he, he goes seven years of a drought without winning. Now, these guys that are at Georgia and Georgia Tech and Oklahoma State, they're expected to come out and win on the PGA Tour. And of course, he comes out, he wins right away, and then nothing. Crickets, right? And you start to question everything you're doing because like two strokes make a difference. And week in and week out, you make a cut, you don't make a cut. But, you know, I give this guy all the credit in the world. He he comes through and he finally wins after seven years. And and he wasn't a, a past champion from 2020. But you know what? I think I think I'm gonna declare all of us in golf past champions for 2020 oh, just for surviving. Nice. You know, you like that? You know what you can say? Uh, name all the stars that are on Dancing with the Stars. How about that? I don't know those off the top of my head. Correct, because there is no stars. That's my point. <laughs> Fair enough. It could be Harris English pretty soon, you know? Nice, tall, handsome man. You know, they might recruit him. Anyway, he, you know, he did a wonderful job playing down the stretch out there at Kapalua. And, you know, great story. Uh, young tour professional, Waki Neiman, post 64 on Sunday. He's sitting there waiting. He's hanging out with uh, fellow Spaniard. Uh, Sergio Garcia, you could see him there on TV. And I was like, hey, man, you might want to hit a couple of balls because it looks like Harris is coming down the stretch here. Harris makes birdie on the last hole and they take it to a playoff. And next thing you know, Harris birdies the first playoff hole, which he had just played, which is the famous 18th there. It's like 6,000 yards long downhill. And <laughs> I, it, it's crazy. I mean, Harris in the in regulation, he's got like 270 to the pin. He's like, I'm going to and hit a smooth three iron here and he just knocks it up there and you know he almost makes the eagle putt to win but he makes the birdie and uh there you have it folks harris english your first calendar winner on the pga tour in uh, 2021 and that then takes them over to wailea country club you know they got a hop you know i think it's probably like a quick 20 minute flight over to a different island there in hawaii and they go from kapalua to YLA Country Club, and you know last year's winner Cam Smith is there with now your first full field event of the year, and you know Hawaii always marks the official start to the 2021 campaign in in so many different ways, and you know I look at some of these key tee times, and you know the event is already begun, and uh, you know the ones that I really like for Thursday and Friday for you all to pay attention to are Kuchar, Adam Scott, and Harris English, your champion there from week one, and Mark Leishman, Webb Simpson, and Colin Morikawa. And, you know, Colin Morikawa earlier in the week spent a lot of time in the press tent because he has some Hawaiian descendancy in his family, and, he, and the guy's just a superstar, you know, and it, which brings me quickly to, you know, all the great decision-making that takes place at TaylorMade, and, you know, they've been in the news in and out throughout the whole holiday season, the signing of the Barstool guys and all sorts of fun. But, you know, they're back with us there, Wade Weezer, for another year here of the pro show. And, you know, I'm excited about that. Um, they choose people like the director of fun, Keith Stewart and Colin Morikawa. And I, and I think that both of us put our pants on one leg at a time. So that, that gives us something in mm. common. I saw that one time you didn't you didn't do uh, one at a time. You were I, in a hurry. I just jumped right in. Yes. At least I remembered my pants. But anyway, so Colin Morikawa spent a bunch of time in the press tent. And speaking of the press tent, one of the best stories was Kevin Kisner. And, and if anybody saw this, it was all over social media. But I got to bring it up to those that didn't. Uh, he was being asked about his schedule for the year, and he's expecting a baby. So he's, I'm going to take some events off. I'm going to I'm going to play some others. And, and you know, I'm going to kind of work my schedule out like this. And then, you know, that kind of leads down a road where the reporter goes, well, you know, do you pick certain events based upon how well you think you'll play there? And he says, yeah, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just play them, even though I know I can't win there. And he says, well, why would you do it? This is great. This is a, the sound clip for the ages. 
And he says, well, because, you know, PGA Tour pays a lot of money for 20th place. <laughs> you know, it's a, you know, folks, it, it, Kisner's always known for that famous line, which is this ain't no hobby. Right. Right. Which implies keep the lights on her home. Yeah. Which, which implies you're getting paid for this. Right. Now, speaking of getting paid in 2020 and going into 2021, my man, Bryson DeChambeau, is still paying all of us with one sound clip after another. And out of Kapalua, he had another good showing, but Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel had him going, and they were talking about what his off-season training was like. And I guess he's been working with this guy, Kyle Berkshire. And a lot of people don't know him, but Kyle is, you know, the Tiger Woods right now of the Long Drive Championship Tour. And he's got long hair. I'm sure you've seen him on social media or maybe on the Golf Channel or something like that. We talk about him from time to time. There was a video of him right before Christmas hitting an eight iron 300 yards in the air in a simulator. And a lot of people were, were pretty jazzed up about that. Right. And, and Bryson was in the room with him. So it seems like these guys have, have, you know, grown a little friendship, a little partnership and trying to hit the ball, um, you know, uh, Guinness record right. lengths, <laughs> Out of right? The atmosphere. Yeah. You know, um, it reminds me of like, we, if we should do a bit, me and you with like Hans and Franz, but it's like Kyle and Bryson, you know, <laughs> yes. it, it's, it, so he starts, he starts spewing, all right. Now, folks, we go way back. You know, I, I went to Holy Cross. I was a double major in, in biology pre-med. So I, I do understand a little bit about what's going on in the human body. Right. So he starts talking about his trying to reprogram his CNS. So that's your central nervous system. Right. And that they they do this training in order that their, their CNS will allow them to swing faster. And what they do is they train to the point of getting to the edge of like blacking out. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, here's where I stand on this. If you're going to like say that right on social media, I need blackout footage. Sure. Oh, yeah. You got to right? put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, nowadays. definitely. It's 2021. Give me some video. I mean, it's not like, you know, you know, I just mentioned the 90s. It's not like back in the 90s when we didn't have cell phone cameras all the time. You know, this guy is he's endlessly self-promoting the fact that it, he's had tons of success. Don't get me wrong. And Bryson's super talented. Let me put that out on the record. But the fact that he's sitting there and saying that I'm going to I'm going to try to swing as hard as I can. And I'm training myself to like blackout stages um, to me is just it's just a great start to 2021 because because Bryson he never lets us down and I and I know I always get a good chuckle out of you when I when I bring up a Bryson story because it's just so far off the reservation what this guy is thinking and trying to do but he plays well I mean he played good in the in the Century Tournament of Champions and you know it's just it's just one of those things where it just really cracks he me up clearly has fun which is what your whole premise is about having fun with oh, golf a hundred percent you know period. what great great tie-in. That's fantastic. You're welcome. Uh, that, you know what? You are still showing tremendous aplomb, Thank you. even here in even the new in the year, 2021. even here in the new year, which is, which to me is, is why it's such a great partnership. You know, we're getting close to like a hundred shows together or something like that. Jeez. You know? Are we legally married now? I'm not sure how that works. Um, not in New Jersey, but um, I'll send a letter to Governor Murphy and see if we can figure that all out. And, you know, speaking of figuring it all out, we got to segue to another quick story here about our boy Jordan Spieth. Everyone's making a big deal about him going to see Butch Harmon to get a second opinion on his golf swing. And, you know, Jordan had to come out and say, well, Cameron McCormick, my official teacher, who's always been my teacher, he said, you know, why don't you go get a second opinion? He's endorsing going to see Butch. What? What's most unique to me and why I bring this up is that lately there's been a lot of footage of George Gankus, our friend of the show, you know, the guy that keeps your trigger finger very busy there on the, uh, <laughs> he's great on the, um, the wipeout the button, button there. Yeah. yeah. The dump button. Yeah. There you go. Th thanks for the phrase. Obscenity. Yeah. The obscenity button. Yeah. 
What did you get him like five times that show? You know, uh, you know what? It, my my finger was it, it hurt afterwards, not from pushing the button, from having it ready but to be in that position, to get ready to hit it. So he, he was like on. The, he's in our Hall of Fame of that. We got him up on the wall. Big picture of that one. But anyway, so um, there's been some there's been some items on social media where. Gigi's teaching Butch Harmon. So, you know, I'm going to extrapolate down. Essentially, the things that Gigi's showing Butch is is Butch then putting that into his arsenal or his toolbox in his brain of teaching that then now he's showing Jordan Spieth. You know, I mean, it's just it's just kind of a little fun aside. I think that it's it's interesting how, you know, someone that's self-made and is such a fantastic instructor like Gigi um, working with Butch. And I mean, that's one of the greatest things about golf is that all the instructors always get together and we spend a lot of time trying to during this offseason time of year, especially in the north. Um, visiting one another and talking about the golf swing and doing all sorts of cool things. And it, you know, it gives us time in the off season to use it productively and pay it forward. Common goal. Uh, absolutely. And you know, one of the things I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm just going to say one way to not really use your time productively is this new HBO documentary. Have you heard about this thing? They're doing a, They're doing a two part series on Tiger Woods. Um, it's based on a book. Um, not the most flattering book in the world. Right. And the first of this uh, debuted, the first episode of this debuted this past Sunday on HBO. And uh, I took a look at it and it, it's, unfortunately, it's a lot of what golf is at times mm-hmm. and what we don't do here. See, I put the pro and proactive. So we tell these stories like we're going to do with Ken Bentley today that are really cool. And it's just like redundant reporting. And it's like, okay, so um, Tiger got pulled over and, you know, Tiger um, had infidelity in his marriage. I mean, like, okay, so h- how about, you know, Tiger winning the 2019 right. Is it about Tiger Woods, the man or Tiger Woods, the legend? I mean, I just, it's it just, Enough's enough already with this guy. I mean, how about we talk about Tiger's foundation for once? Can we do a documentary on that? So I've watched the whole first episode like anybody else, and they don't even mention the fact that for 25 years, this guy has has raised millions upon tens of millions of dollars for this TGR foundation, right? And like the whole mission of this is like they have a real passion for kids to create through, you know, so they can go after their passion in life and they want to do it through education. I mean, this guy, he he's creating STEM curriculum and he, they've had like 200,000 students go through his foundation and, you know, over 85,000 of them have, that have been women or, or young girls that have started careers in, you know, STEM careers. Um, like 99% of his scholars, right? The Earl Woods scholarship, children that then go on to college and everything like sure. 99% of them have graduated college. Right. Yeah. But we don't hear about that. But what we need to hear about is like clever marketing from Nike or Stevie Williams saying like, Oh, I regret like jumping on that guy's camera because he bothered tiger. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, folks, let's move on. Yeah. You know? And you know what? Speaking of moving on, it's about that time. You know, it, it's uh, it goes by quick when it's the pro show with just me and you, my friend. So, Uh, Without further ado, folks, you know what I'm going to say. It's 3.15 p.m. here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Be back in a moment with the leader of the APGA. He's back. What we have just witnessed is the most unprofessional act that I can ever remember seeing in professional sports, and I've been covering this stuff for 30 years. Mike Greenberg. He is better than advertised. If this kid stays healthy, he is well on his way to being one of the best and one of the most unique players this league has seen in a very long time. Greeny. Every weekday starting at noon on the new 920 ESPN. 
I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay, I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's time to get back on course. As the Pro Show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You know me as the Director of Fun. You're listening to ESPN 920. You know, we have Ken Bentley with us today. He's the CEO of the APGA, and there's no doubt he's a shining star. Let's give him a taste of the Pro Show vibe, Wade Weezer. Turn it up. friend there you go there's some serious mojo right there and we needed that uplifting song because we have a shining star with us his name is ken bentley and he's the ceo of the apga and that's the advocates professional golf association and they have their own tour and we're going to get into all of this right now so ken bentley you're on the air how are you doing today i'm doing great keith thanks for having me thanks for having me i really appreciate it well, you know, we, we got to try to get you charged up there a little bit with a little music. And I, my first question for you is, what are you most excited for in 2021? You know, I, I'm really fired up for um, our guys on our tour because it's a uh, we've, we're going to be on some great golf courses. Uh, we are, we're actually going to be on um, six PGA courses that actually host PGA tour events and two other courses that have hosted majors. So, you know, I'm fired up to see how our guys are going to play on these great golf courses. Um, I'm just fired up for, for this year, um, not only for our tour, for the PGA tour. So I think it's a, it's going to be an exciting year for golf. Um, There won't be fans for the first few tournaments, but, I think as the year goes on, there'll be great golf all the way around. So I'm really fired up for 2021. Well, I'll tell you, you fit right in with me then because I get fired up every day just getting out of bed. And we're going to talk more about the tour in a second and, you know, the different events that you have and some of the players and get a breakdown of them. But for my listeners who aren't familiar with the APGA, um, there's a lot of acronyms out there when it comes to golf. You know, there's the PGA of America. There's the PGA Tour. Who is the APGA? Well, the APGA tour started uh, back in 2010, and it was a result of a conversation I had with a buddy of mine, Adrian Stills, who actually played on the PGA tour in the 80s. And so um, I asked Adrian why there weren't more African Americans on the PGA tour. And he said when, when he came along, there was a United Golf Association tour, so guys had a chance to hone their games and develop their games uh, for the PGA Tour because they had a regular place to play. And he felt like if we could create something um, like the United Golf Association Tour, then we could give guys a chance to play and thereby getting guys onto the PGA Tour. So I went to a couple companies that I'm associated with or was at the time Nestle and Farmers, 
and got some money together. And we had three tournaments on inner city golf courses, Chester, Washington in LA, um, Rogers park in Tampa. Um, then we had a, a tournament on a course in Denver and the first tournament at Rogers park, the guys were so fired up. We had 50 guys show up. Um, the camaraderie was great and the golf was really fantastic. And so in 2000, I guess in 20, 2012 or 2013, um, the PGA tour came on board and they gave us a five year deal. It was basically some cash, but it, it allowed us, uh, to have credibility and it allowed us to grow. And so, uh, for the 2021 season, and, and the reason why I'm so fired up, so we've gone from three tournaments on intercity golf courses with 40000 total prize money to 2021, we're going to have 13 tournaments um, at places like Valhalla, uh, Torrey Pines, TPC Las Vegas, uh, TPC Deer Run. Um, we're going to have be on great golf courses. Uh, we have a, a Lexus Cup, which is like the FedEx Cup, where our guys get points for every tournament, and then there's a bonus pool at the end. Um, and for every tournament one of our guys wins, he gets a Monday qualifying spot in a PGA in a Corn Ferry event. So the the excitement's high. Um, our first tournament of the year is at Torrey Pines. Um, our guys will be on the north course while the PGA Tour guys on the south course. Uh, we, we were there for the first time last year. It was uh, tremendous energy to see one of our guys walking down the fairways alongside of Tiger Woods. Uh, so it was an amazing experience. Uh, our guys are really fired up. We had a meeting yesterday to talk about it. So I guess you could see why I'm so fired up about 2021. Well, you just mentioned it right there. There's an amazing experience coming up at Torrey Pines. And folks, we're having one of those experiences right now because we have Ken Bentley with us. He's the voice there and he is the CEO and the vanguard mind behind the APGA. So let's talk about those guys, right? You just alluded to them a couple times. Who are the tour players that we should watch out for that are on the APGA right now that are going to become household names in the next, let's say, you know, one to three to four years as they graduate from you guys to Corn Ferry or to the PGA Tour? Um, give me some names that we can all start to Google and follow um, with your 13 events this year. Well, uh, one uh person definitely is Kamayu Johnson from Tallahassee. Uh, Kamayu has a great story. He dropped out of school at 13, um, was hanging out with the wrong element, happened to walk by a golf course. And the golf pro saw him standing at the fence, offered him a golf club, and as he tells the story, completely changed his life. And uh, the, the real highlight to that story is he's going to play in the Farmers Open with the PGA Tour. He got a sponsor's exemption. Uh, the CEO at Farmers, Jeff Daly, heard his story and signed him to an endorsement contract. So he's a brand ambassador for, for Farmers. He's playing in his P first PGA Tour event at Torrey Pines. So we're fired up for that. So he's a great person to follow 27 years old um, has tons of ability. So he's one. Another one is Willie Mack 
the third. Willie Mack is the only African-American to win the Michigan Amateur. Um, he's won 60, I think, 65 professional tournaments on the mini, mini tours. Uh, great guy. Farmers also signed him to an endorsement deal. Uh, you'll hear a lot about uh, Willie. He's just, uh, just a great young man with a ton of talent as well. Another one is Kevin Hall. Um, you know, I like to, to say we've got not only great players, but great stories. Kevin is the only uh, deaf professional golfer. Uh, he's been deaf since he's two, since he was two years old. Uh, went to Ohio State, won the Big Ten Championship by 12 shots. Um, he got a sponsor's exemption into Pebble Beach. So he'll be playing the AT&T Pebble Beach uh, Open this year, and we're excited for him. Um, we're excited for him. Kevin is a great young man. Um, he's the kind of guy that just when you talk to him, you're, uh, when he does his sign language, his mom really kind of uh, speaks for him. But you feel his energy. Um, at the start of the Masters this year, Jim Nance did a, a story on Kevin. And I, I hope you got to see it. I mean, it was just amazing because – uh, the Masters was played without fans, and they wanted to get a perspective of somebody who plays golf that can't hear. And Kevin talked about his experiences in golf and how excited he gets at the Masters. Um, so it, it was a great story. Um, he's going to play in the Pebble Beach tournament, and we're excited for that. So we've got uh, we've got a number of guys that are they're just great players. J.P. Thornton uh, from Houston just signed a deal to be a brand ambassador with Veritex Bank in Texas. Um, you know, so it's great. If, if you guys get a chance, uh, your audience, uh, to come to one of our 13 events, I think they'll be fired up, not only to see great golf, but just to see uh, great young men trying to realize their dream. Well, there's no doubt there's going to be great golf. I mean, I looked at last year's final event, the Orlando tournament that you hosted, and your your longtime super player, Tim O'Neill, um, you know, he just fired a little 66, 64, 130 for 36 holes. I mean, folks, th these guys are really good. And that implies the question now, Ken, uh, since they are that good, where can they go from the APGA? I, I you know, I get the point that the farmers is um, we're getting some sponsor exemptions, but those are just one offs. Um, what is the process that, a to you know, like the, the number one player from your tour, wh where does he go then? Well, the goal is the Corn Ferry Tour. So um, the winner of our tour, uh, the Lexus Cup winner, gets a, um, a free entry into the Corn Ferry Qualifying School. So this year we're really focused on getting our guys to play Monday so they could get used to the competition, but also, um, you know, kind of our goal for some of the younger guys is to get them on uh, PGA tour, Latino America, Tim O'Neill, as you mentioned, um, he's won three times on PGA tour, uh, Latino America and is the leading money winner all time on that tour. So we're trying to get guys on, both the Corn Ferry and PGA Tour Latin America and Canada. Those are the three opportunities for our guys. And so we fully expect um, Willie and Kamayu and, and some of the other guys to transition to the other tour and in four or five years be on the PGA Tour. Because I like to say that, that, that these guys are one putt 
away from making it to the PGA Tour. Um, and we're, we're trying to, uh, to give them the resources to make that one putt. Uh, Sean Foley uh, called me and volunteered to coach our guys. Um, uh, John Graham, who's a short game wizard, has volunteered to, to help our guys. Uh, so I think um, the coaches and people that are really developing players have seen what we're trying to do and they want to be a part of it. And that's another reason why I'm excited about 2021. Well, you know, John Graham, he's been on our show, a uh, good friend of mine, and uh, he was just picked up by JT to be a putting coach and uh, an observer for that. So it's, 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 you know, those guys, he and Sean Foley stepping up really means something. And it, it's really a wonderful story. But what's another thing that's interesting to me, and as a PGA professional, and I know the PGA of America is also a good partner with the AP, APGA, right? Um, you guys not only aren't developing players, but you're also developing careers in golf for minorities. And that's certainly something that hits home with me as a PGA member. So our program, we have the PGA Works program through the PGA of America. Tell me more about... Um, if somebody wants to go and they, they feel motivated and inspired after this conversation today and they want to learn more about a career in golf as a minority, what can they do to contact you in the APGA? And, and you know, maybe give us a success story of someone that has developed a career in golf through the APGA. Well, um, yeah, we do have a, a partnership with the PGA of America and they're going to step up um, to talk to our guys about careers in golf. Um, they're going to be at all of our tournaments, um, you know, passing out information. Uh, I, I guess if you, if you talk about a real success story, um, the guy who comes to mind is Clay Myers. Clay was one of our best players, um, great player. Um, you know, I, I really had high hopes for him making it on the PGA Tour, but he got married and decided he wanted to stay in golf, but didn't want to continue uh, chasing the check. So he uh, got into the PGA of America program. Uh, he's in the last phase of the program. Um, he's working at a club in Dallas, uh, doing really well, and he'll have his PGA certification uh, by the end of this year. And uh, at our tournament uh, at PGA Golf Club in February next month, we're going to honor guy five guys who have played on our tour and who have gone on to great careers in golf. Tom Woodard is one in Denver. Tom had played the PGA tour. And when we started back in 2010, Tom started playing our tournaments. He played in some of the senior events. He played just about every event. And he's a general manager at a golf club in, in Denver. And we're going to honor Tom Wyatt Worthington, who has played in, uh, uh, the PGA championships through qualifying from PGA of America. We're going to honor him. We're going to honor Clay Myers and Doug Smith, who is also going through the PGA program and will have his certification in a couple of years. So, you know, if somebody, uh, so part of our, our five-year plan is one to develop players for the PGA tour. But the second part of that five-year plan is to get more, of our players and people involved in the golf, the business side of golf. We started an internship program where we're going to hire an intern in um, 
PR and one in tournament operations. Um, so we're going to be able to, when our guys transition from our tour, we're going to be able to uh, provide them with opportunities to stay in golf. Because it used to bother me when our players um, would leave our tour and then go into business. They would go into Merrill, go to Merrill Lynch or some of these financial services companies, guys with college degrees, great golfers who, who have a love for the game, but they didn't see the opportunities in the game. And so we think all of that's going to change in the next five years. And thanks to the PGA Tour and the PGA of America, we're going to be able to talk about those careers and how to, 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 uh, to get those jobs. So if people want more information on the APGA Tour, they can go to apgatour.org to our website. Well, you had me at hello there because as, <laughs> as, as a lifelong golf guy and a PGA member, nothing makes me happier than when we're growing careers in golf and making them, you know, more inclusive and men and women and minorities and just everyone getting involved and making golf more of a positive atmosphere. And in order to keep the atmosphere here positive in the station, I got to take a quick break, Ken. But uh, okay. we, just hold on tight for a second. Let the sponsors do their thing. And I'll be right back, folks. Up next, more with Ken Bentley. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Keyshawn Johnson. Any quarterback that play underneath him is going to look crazy, and especially if they got any skill set. Jay Williams. I'm just tired of talking about what Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons don't do. I want to start talking about what Brett Brown needs to make them do. It's time to go to work, Brett. And Zubin Mahente. I can promise you, I am as passionate about sports as you are. It is time to go to work. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Weekday morning starting at 6 on the new 920 ESPN. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It's time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Once again, Keith Stewart. This is Keith Stewart, your host of the pro show. Welcome back to our conversation with Ken Bentley. You know you're listening to ESPN 920. It's time for the back nine with Ken. But before that, let's see if we can inspire him with a little music. The pro show. Oh, it's rolling. Always, man, you are starting off 2021 where you left off in 2020. The music is just on point, and, and hopefully, it's getting our guest here, Ken Bentley, excited. Ken, you having a good time today on the pro show? Oh yeah, I'm fired up. I feel like going to hit some balls now. All right, man. Well, I, you know what? Uh, I'm, you know, we're here in New Jersey, so that's not going to happen because it's like 40 degrees. So, you being out there on the left coast, you know, hit, hit an extra bucket for me today, okay? I will. I'll, I'll do that. I appreciate it. So before the break, we were talking about, you know, leaders in golf 
instructors like John Graham and Sean Foley dedicating their time and volunteering to your tour, right? But there's a story that came out last August that really caught my eye. And that was PGA Tour, longtime PGA Tour professional, successful guy, Charles Howell III, said that, he, you know, your tour caught his attention and he wanted to support you. For my listeners, to kind of give them some appreciation for what it is that you all are putting together and have put together for the last decade or so. Tell them about the Charles Howell, the third story. Yeah. Now you're talking about um, a great phone call on a day to, to brighten your day up. Uh, Charles called me. I played with him in the, the pro-am at the farmers and uh, we had a nice conversation and I told him about what I was involved in. Um, <clears throat> and I thought that was the end of it. And I get a call one day from Charles. Uh, his caddy is uh, Nick Jones is a guy that I played golf with. So I get a call from Charles and he said, look, um, you know, I've been thinking about my life. And he said, I've had a great life. I've been really blessed. Uh, I could take care of my family. He said, but um, I really feel like I should do more to make the world better. And he said, being a golfer, I want to do something in golf and I was really, I'm really impressed with what you guys are doing. So I want to be involved. He said, I, I I'm going to give money for every birdie and every Eagle I make during the year. But more than that, I want to talk to the guys. I want to mentor the guys and I really want to be a part of what you do. And so it was amazing to get that phone call. So from, um, from that phone call, uh, farmers heard about what he was doing. And so they matched all the money he donated for his birdies and eagles during the, the year. And so it was a great deal for us. Um, uh, Charles told me that other players have approached him that want to get involved. And it's created a whole new energy for us. And, and Charles is a great guy. I mean, a really not only a great golfer who's been a great golfer for a long time, but one of the best people on the PGA Tour. Charles and I met, let's see, probably around 2002. I was working as an assistant down at Isleworth Country Club in Windermere, Florida from 1998 to 2003. And and after Charles came out of Oklahoma State, he joined the club and he had moved there. And, you know, there were a couple guys there he could learn from, Marco Mira, Tiger Woods, et cetera. And mm -hmm. I got to know him a little bit. And I tell you, he is as solid as they come. I mean, he is such a genuine human being. And when I read this story, it didn't surprise me in the least. But, you know, from your perspective, how much impact can one PGA Tour player make? Well, I think, you know, the money is one thing. And the money is great because we're using the money for our player development program. But really what it is, is it inspires our guys. Because they, one, they, they feel like... Um, if Charles Howell can take an interest in them, then it, it, it inspires them. It, it, it creates this sense of, I can do it. We had a, we had a zoom call with all our players and Charles Howell and Charles was so passionate about the game and, and answering our guys questions. I got so many uh, positive uh, emails and texts from that. You know, just saying that, you know, we didn't understand what it was like to be a PGA tour professional and how to get to where we want to go. I mean, we've been at this a while, but we really didn't understand. And Charles gave them that understanding. He told them how to practice, 
how to prepare for events. You know, things that I can't tell them because I haven't played the PGA Tour. But now they've got a guy who's not only played the tour, but won on tour and has been successful. And um, it's tremendous that they can now pick his brain. Um, so, it, it, I mean, Charles has really changed the whole dynamic for us and our whole approach to this because now we've got a guy who, who is there and can give our guys the knowledge of how to get there. Well, folks, if you're just joining us, that voice you hear is a man that is definitely changing the dynamic. His name is Ken Bentley. And aside from being an award-winning writer and businessman, he spent 31 years as an executive with Nestle. And, and this is where I want to go with this next, because you have certainly changed the dynamic there with the APGA, right? Haven't you? In 10 years, you have really taken this thing off. And, you know, a, a a couple weeks ago, we were talking to somebody else, Craig Annis, who's the chief brand officer for the USGA, and he came from Mars and went into golf, meaning, you know, Mars, the candy bar company, not Mars, the planet, yeah. as my as, as Wade's giving me a laugh right now. Um, <laughs> had to qualify that. And you came over from Nestle, right? What, what are you learning from these other verticals that you're bringing into golf that's help help rewriting the rhetoric and making golf that much more exciting and, you know, engaging to all sorts of audiences? Well, I think the big thing is that I, I can bring a business perspective to it. Um, when we go, when I go out to talk to sponsors, you know, I have an understanding of what it takes um, for the company uh, to make, what it takes to make sense for the company and also what makes sense for us. And so uh, when I have those, com I can have those conversations because I spent so much time in corporate America. Um, the other thing I, I think that helps um, is that I was a competitive tennis player. I played tennis in college. And so I understand uh, the whole dynamic of competition at a pretty uh, high level. And so I can talk to our players about how to compete. But I think the big thing for me is uh, – the Nestle experience and, and now being um, uh, on the executive committee at the board uh, for farmers, farmers insurance board, you know, I can, um, you know, talk to uh, companies when uh, we go for sponsorships, but also I can help our guys prepare them um, for how to deal with sponsors. Like um, I put together the arrangement for our guys to get the endorsement deal at farmers and the beer text bank. So I can talk to them about what it, uh, what it takes to be a successful brand ambassador, um, you know, how to solicit sponsorships. But I think it's just adding a business element to the game has helped out a lot. But, you know, from uh, as an old uh, farmers guy, as old uh, Nestle guy, uh, the very mention of Mars just kind of, uh, you know, gives me chills. That's uh, one of our major competitors when I was there. So we don't really like to talk about Mars. Well, we'll put a positive spin on that. Craig's now with the USGA and, you know, you guys are working together to try to grow the game. Yeah. And, and that's, that's fantastic, true. you know, and, that's you know, true. speaking of growing the game and I, and Something comes to mind, you know, I, when I was reading through your bio and doing some research on you, you've wrote 14 different books, right? So you're an incredible writer. And if you could pen one article now for 2021, what fantastic story would you write? You know, <clears throat> I would write a story on 
how optimistic I am about the future of golf. Um, that I, I would I would tell um, our guy's story, you know, would be an article that that talks about the grind that our guys go through and how um, much they love the game and how great the game is and how much sacrifice they go through to try and make it to the PGA Tour. Uh, I'm inspired by them because, as you know, being a golfer, you don't get paid unless you um, have a high finish. It's not like you have a salary. Um, It's not like our guys are playing for million-dollar purses or any of that. But they're playing – um, to realize a dream, and I'd like to tell that story. I'd like to tell that story of the passion that they have and the grind and the, the work that goes into trying to make it to the PGA Tour. So, you know, I'm a, <clears throat> I've am always been a guy who's who sees the glasses half full, and I just really see just a real upswing in golf, and especially for our guys in our tour. Well, we're going to do one more thing to finish telling your story today. And that is, uh, it's a tradition we have here on the show. We like to do a little rapid fire Q&A with our guests because the listeners and fans love to get to know everybody on a little bit more of a personal level. So, Kent Bentley, you up for this? Yep. All right, here we go. Best book you read recently? The best book um, I've ever read recently. Obama's book, uh, his autobiography was, was inspiring to me. All right, Wade, put that on the list. Favorite Nestle food? Uh, favorite Nestle food. Nestle's uh, lean, uh, spaghetti lean cuisine is my favorite. Oh, I, I thought you might go Toll House, but anyway. All right. Uh, would you rather win a Grammy or an Oscar? Uh, I'd rather win an Oscar. What's the fastest speed you have ever driven in a car? Uh, probably... The hundred, I'm not a huge. I just bought a a new Corvette, so maybe I'll, that'll change in the in the next few weeks. All right. Uh, are you an ask for permission type of guy or a beg for forgiveness? Uh, beg for forgiveness. <laughs> if you could add one person to Mount Rushmore, who would it be? Um, Arthur Ashe. Strangest thing you have ever eaten. Uh, raw oysters. That was a strange for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. One more. When you look ahead to 2021, what's the first uh-huh. word that comes to mind? Success. Well, you know what? I mean, you just exude success. It permeates all of your being, Ken Bentley. All of these stories today, I can't thank you enough for being on the pro show with me today. I wish you success in two weeks at Torrey Pines and throughout all 13 events this year on the tour. Well, thank you very much for having me on, but mostly thanks for telling the stories of golf and, and talking about the game we love so much. Well, I'll tell you what, as a PGA member and a lifelong golf geek that I am, right? Anytime you need someone to come talk to your tour about a career in golf, you just give me a call. I will be there because you guys, you guys have me more motivated more than you could ever believe. Well, I'll definitely take you up on that. We're going to be in the Philadelphia area for a tournament. Uh, I'd love to have you come over and talk to our guys. Well, here we are at ESPN 920 and we go from Philly to New York. So, um, 
it'd be great to go do it. So we'll put that together. That's for sure. Okay. Sounds good. All right, folks, it is 3.46 p.m. here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Be back in a moment with more pop culture stories from the world of sports and golf. Janae Wumake. Players who've always been at the forefront of social change. We all respect the decision, and we support her decision, more importantly. And Mike Golick Jr. We saw a Black Lives Matter shirt at a NASCAR race. You have finally opened the door to make a new group of people feel welcome at a racetrack. The new knows no limits. Janae Wumake and Mike Golick Jr. are Janae and Golick Jr. Weekday afternoons at 4 on the new 920 ESPN. St. Jude exceeds any expectation or any dream I could have ever had about a hospital. First was getting David here to save his life, but then I was told we wouldn't get a bill. I didn't quite process that. How is this possible? It's possible through all the wonderful people who donate. It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. If you think about that, I mean, go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. The research here is research that we share with everyone else because overall, we want to help all children that have cancer. What makes that possible is people that give to St. Jude. They really help us to fulfill our mission, and we're so grateful to have them on our team. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Get ready for the back nine. The Pro Show continues on ESPN 920. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You know me as the director of fun. You're listening to ESPN 920. Oh, I've got my air keyboard out now. What an interview that was with Ken. It's like super inspiring and and, uh, just great for this weekend. I love it. As for now, Stevie Wonder, take it over. Let's get to that finish line. The Pro Show. Let's go. today there, Mr. Wade Weezer. You are on. You got the vibe rolling. That's all I really care about with the guests is whether they like the music or not. Uh, well, you know what? You are, I mean, you're you're generally batting much better than like a Major League Baseball player. You, you bat about 800 on the music. I'd say like 1,000. Oh, <laughs> close to 1,000. All right, I'll stop complimenting you then today. It's, it seems like you're full enough of yourself. But speaking of being full of yourself, um, have you heard this story about Trump Bedminster, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So dropping it, the, uh, yep. yeah. So, I mean, there, there's a lot going on right now and on, in all sorts of stories in golf. And this is what I was alluding to in the original opening when I said, you know, there's so much drama going on in golf. We take one week off you and I, and it's crazy town. Hey, right. Can, can you put a dollar amount on that? A dollar amount on losing, uh, the tour coming there. Oh, so it wasn't just the tour. Right, right, right. So right. it's one of the four majors, the PGA yeah, 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 Championship, yeah, yeah. No, right? No, that, yeah, yeah, Going yeah, to Trump. Sure. Yeah, and that's what I mean. I don't think you can. I think it's like a MasterCard commercial. It's priceless because 
people don't understand how hard it is to get those events when you're not in the rota like a Shinnecock or an Oakmont or a Baltusrol. Right. And if you end up being, you know, Trump Bedminster and how hard that guy lobbied and positioned himself. I mean, that process took place way before that. You know, when the, he signed with the PGA was way before, you know, running for president, sure, doing sure, all sure. of these things and the craziness that now exists surrounding him. And, you know, he, he basically left the PGA of America with no choice, you know, and, yeah. and people ask me, they keep saying, you know, Keith, what do you think? What do you think? And, you know, I, I just think that golf is in such a great place right now with wonderful leaders like Ken Bentley. Right. How can we as the largest sports organization in golf? right? Go down this road in a year and have our biggest event of the year at Trump Bedminster. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. Politics aside, that's the choice you make when you're a businessman going into politics. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be divide. It's going to be divisive no matter what you decide. And originally when they, when they signed the deal to do it, it was a win-win, right? Because Trump puts a lot of money into golf and the PGA of America is totally invested in golf, right? And he wasn't a polarizing figure back then. It was non-political. I, I mean, he just was who he was. He was, but he wasn't a political polarizing correct, correct, you know, right. person at that time. And then, you know, fast forward to now, and it's now a lose-lose situation. So Sunday night, the board of directors of the PGA of America voted um, to say no. And, and now what's become the interesting part of the conversation is that where do they go? Because we're about 15 months out. Um, most of these sites know well in advance. Sure. You know, years, years, years and yeah. years and years, right? And there's rumors and everything that might go to Liberty National. We'd love to keep it in the region. Certainly, New York City is a great draw for a major championship in golf. Maybe Baltusrol with the redo that Gil Hans did there at the lower course. They can host. We would all love to have it here. Everyone's saying, well, go to Bethpage, go to Bethpage. Folks, We were the reason you're saying that is because we were just there in 2019, and Bethpage is hosting a Ryder Cup for the PGA of America in 2024. I don't see Beth Page being the spot. For me, I, I think it's going out to Southern Hills, and, and here's why. And, you know, bear with me for a second, folks, but the PGA of America is moving their headquarters to Frisco, Texas. That's just north of Dallas. Uh, the ride from Frisco to Southern Hills is about four hours and five minutes. So they will have the headquarters open next year, um, if not completely but partially, by the time of that PGA championship. The ability for them, everyone at headquarters, to take a ride just due north up to Southern Hills in Tulsa um, from Frisco makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. And speaking of Gil Hans, he just did the redo at Southern Hills. I know the director of golf out there, Kerry Cosby, is a good friend. You know, they are dying to host a championship like this. They are further down the list, and I'm sure they would they would do it next year and bail out the PGA. I mean, there's just a lot of things going on there. And speaking of a lot of things going on, in it. You know, it was mentioned earlier when we were talking about the tour and the PGA tour and the different things and the changes that they're going through. But it looks like the event in Mexico that's been there for four years. And oddly enough, that left Trump Doral because the PGA tour could no longer really keep going to Doral with Trump as the owner and him running for president. Right. They right, need, right, right. They need to be Switzerland in all of this as a sports organ leading sports organization. So in 2017, they left Doral and they went to Mexico, but it doesn't look like Mexico's on board with there not being fans and hospitality tents there. I'm not sure if they've heard of COVID-19, <laughs> um, but you know, oddly, exactly. Well, there's a wall they can't see over and they, you know, they don't know what's going on here. You know, you love those moments when you're sitting by yourself and, and you laugh out loud. You know, like there's no one in the room and you know, yes. there's nobody in the room, but <laughs> yes. you read something. I go, what are these people thinking? This is like, this is crazy talk, but it looks like what they'll probably do is, 
the PGA Tour will do what they've been doing for about a year and a half now and everyone else, the NBA, NHL, and, and they will pivot and they'll probably jump over into Florida or something. So there'll be there'll be more to come on that. Um, the U.S. Women's Open's making a little move. We're talking about changes right now. Um, it's up. And the reason I bring this up is it because it's up in Connecticut at, at nearby Brooklawn Country Club. And we're big fans of the USGA and all they're doing with Women Worth Watching and the U.S. Women's Open. So I want to get y'all get this on your calendar. It was going to be in mid-August, but that provided a conflict with one of the events on the LPGA Tour. So they moved it back to July 29th to August 1st. So the Women's U.S. Open, super major uh, tournament in all of women's golf right here in the tri-state area. We got to get to that, and it's going to be July 29th through August 1st. Now, speaking of the LPGA, this is one of my favorite stories of the week. Because as I play this out in my head, which I do with most things, um, I, I love to figure out, I love puzzles. I don't know if you knew that about me, Wade. I didn't but, know that. But I love a good puzzle. You know, when I grew up, my dad all the time, he would put these like thousand and 5,000 piece puzzles wow. on the dining room table. And, you know, he might work on it. It was 5,000 pieces. He might work on it for like a month. But to me, You guys are meanwhile eating on the floor because the dining room table. Well, it's a dining room table. You know, like there was like a kitchen breakfast bar place that we ate at, you know. So we weren't eating on the floor. Thank you very much. Um, but the what's unique about that is that I love puzzles. I mean, I think it's my form of meditation, right? Sure. And so I look at what's happening right now. Mike Wan, who's the commissioner of the LPGA, announced a week ago that he's going to step down. Now, there's some other things going on in the world of golf leadership. Mike Wan has done an unbelievable job at the LPGA. I mean, your job with the music and producing this show times a hundred. The guy, same thing. He's same type a, thing. Same ahead. type of thing. Amazing, right? But he's stepping down. Well, if you remember back in September, there was this unique story where, oh, the USGA and their CEO, Mike Davis, was stepping down. All of a sudden, Mike Wan's stepping down. Hmm. I don't know. I, it doesn't take, it's not hard for me to put that one together. Mike Wan would be a tremendous guy at the USGA. My vote, cha-ching, it's in there for him. But then who takes over for the LPGA at their height right now? Well, I'm going to throw another vote in there for that because... Because, you know, it could be like Sarah Hirschland from the Olympic Committee or even like our friend of the show, Julie Tyson, who runs the Northern Trust event for the PGA Tour. Maybe it comes from the PGA Tour over to the LPGA. I don't know. But I love the idea of my partner in the PGA of America, Susie Whaley. She's been on the show a bunch of times. She was just president of the PGA of America. She brought us through COVID. She's tremendous. My vote in closing for today is with Susie Whaley for the LPGA and with Mike Wan for the USGA. And you know what? I just said it there, folks. We're, we're to the point in today's show where the pro show has got to wrap up. And before we do that, you know, I got to take, take the time and I've got to really thank TaylorMade Golf. You know, they have been a sponsor of ours in 2020 all throughout COVID, and they're back on the docket and supporting us here in 2021. The big release date is next Tuesday for their new Sim 2 Max and it's Sim 2 driver and products. I've seen them. The color stories are so hot. The guys are already killing it with it out there on tour. Uh, folks, get yourself out to a club fitter and check out the newest products coming on the 19th. That's Tuesday the 19th from TaylorMade. And of course, if I'm thanking people, we've been doing it all day, but I'm just happy to be with you, brother. Four more fun here on the Pro Show. And that's my man on the board, Mr. Wade Wiesner. Of course, everyone, you know, I love my listeners. Now, before I go, I'm going to leave you all with one brief thought about starting 2021. Golf, like life, is not a linear game. Innovators, seldom think in straight lines either. Don't be rigid in your approach. Make sure you try something different this year.
make it the best week ever. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the T next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.